0: This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you D-T-K-K! 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 You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, <laughs> all
1: the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and...
2: Uh it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions, and I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good
0: decisions. This is the R Take Podcast. From
1: Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the R-Take Podcast, episode 59. I'm Brian.
2: <clears throat> Again, sorry, I am <laughs> I am Spencer.
1: Welcome to the show, everyone. It is July the 10th. On this day in history in 1913... Good year. ...the U.S. experiences the highest temperature ever recorded on Earth. Oh,
2: really? 134
1: degrees Fahrenheit.
2: Where? Death Valley? Death Valley. You know, we've had all these earthquakes and increased tornadoes, and there's hurricanes. There's a lot of things that happen... um, they happen everywhere in the world, but they happen worse here. It's true. And I'm beginning to wonder if maybe there was a reason that only Native <laughs> Americans lived here. Like, maybe <laughs> someone came over and they saw a tornado and were like, you know what? It's true. I'm right. going to head back to England and uh, Spain. Like, and of
1: all the chill there, horrible stuff that happens in, like, the third world countries in Africa. Right. At least it's a beautiful place.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: here we have natural things. Or, uh, aren't there, like, in, like, insurance policies, aren't there, like, clauses that say an act of God or something like that?
2: Yeah, sometimes. Like,
1: you're not protected against this because that's yeah, gotta be an careful. act of God. Yeah, you gotta be
2: careful. Yeah, it's dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, update for me, my dad is, is out of the hospital. Oh, good. Uh, man, can I just, can I go off for a minute here?
2: Uh, yeah. No so, uh, what would you have done if I would have said No. <laughs> I just like, would have No, the show. sorry. Uh. So, this this is a PSA, okay? A PSA?
1: Do your own research, okay? okay for I her. would love to. We should have Doctor Bayham back on uh, because he could give the other Dr. side of this. Ethan Bayham. Doctor Ethan Bayham. That
2: sounds like a kind of like a celebrity, like a he, he is like a you know on ER or something.
1: <laughs> do you remember when you had the ER music? That was rad.
2: Yeah, I, I do, I. I the think he presses ha- the buttons. You, you <laughs> act you, like. Did you forget about? You that? act like he brought it or something. Like <laughs> no, no, no. I just meant generally. Yeah. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: got it. So, so my dad's been in the hospital. Yeah, acute necrotizing pancreatitis.
2: <laughs> At first, I thought you said acute, like acute. It's, it's a
1: cute little disease. Right. Um, Speaking of funny words, yeah, real quick, yeah. I want you to say scrotum. five times Sorry. fast, as fast as you can. The word uh, NISPY. NISPY? NISPY. NISPY.
2: Yeah, say it five times. Just say it five times. NISPY, 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 NISPY. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, that was stupid. That was stupid. That was dumb. Pen 15. Uh, I will just say penis. You don't have to trick me into saying penis. Spencer, say penis five times. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. It sounds like NISPY. (laughs) Uh,
1: So anyway, my dad's been, he's out now, but he had acute necrotizing pancreatitis. He's been in the hospital three times. Okay. Um, at my current place of employ, yeah. I recruit doctors, yeah, specifically gastroenterologists. Oh. And the pancreas is part of the gastrointestinal system. Okay. And there's a procedure called ERCP that I specifically talk with doctors a lot about every day because the places I'm recruiting for – Need doctors who can perform ERCP. Okay, and it's another like two, three, four years of fellowship for doctors to go learn how to do this procedure. Essentially, they stick a scope down your throat, through your stomach, down into your small intestine, and then make a ninety-degree turn into what's called the common bile duct, Mm -hmm. and then into either your gallbladder to remove a stone, or into the pancreas to drain it, or to de uh, debreed it. Okay, if it's infected, which is like the same like take out the infected part. Okay. And it's a hard procedure to do. That's why they go to so much uh, trouble right? to learn how to do it. And, and it was initially invented just to take pictures of the pancreas and gallbladder. But mm-hmm. then they're like, hey, if we stick another needle in there, we can do other I stuff. I mean, we're in there already. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see something cool, just YouTube ERCP. It's pretty weird to see. They have cartoons. <laughs> so it's not gross. Okay. So you can see how crazy <laughs> it is that we can do this stuff with something on the end of like a scope. It's just really weird. Anyway. Yeah. My dad's in the hospital. Let's just go through the, the story here. Okay. He goes to the hospital in excruciating pain. He's there for six days. is diagnosed early with acute pancreatitis mm-hmm. and basically told you can't eat. All right? That's fine. Your pancreas does the work. It, it produces enzymes, so you don't want to make it work. Okay. Uh, basically, it needs a sick day. <laughs> so <laughs> he can't eat, He and he's in there for six days. They release him, um, and you put him on a bunch of meds. You know, he. I think I talked about how he got C diff, which is the nasty uh, bug you can get. Uh, Well, we all have it, but you. Anyway, whatever. Right. Um, So he's home, and then he's not diabetic, uh, but because his pancreas stopped working, he now is. So he was home for a bit, went and got some labs drawn. The lab called him and said, "Hey, your blood sugar is at like 600. You need to go to the ER right
2: now." That was was when we were recording. That was last time.
1: So he goes to the hospital. He's there for like a night, I think, mm-hmm. and they send him home. Right. And then the doctor said to my mom, hey, if, if he – there's two things that uh, you should send him – bring him back for. One is if he gets a fever, and the second one, I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But my dad got a fever. Uh-oh. So they take him back, and he was there for like four or five more days. Just got out two days ago. Okay? Okay. In the meantime, I'm just I'm just having – Weird feelings. I feel like the doctors aren't really doing much. When my dad went back in with the fever in the emergency room, the emergency room doctor called a surgeon at McKay, which is a bigger hospital. Right. And a surgeon looked at the scans and said, I'm not operating on that pancreas. It's too upset. Which makes sense. A lot of surgeons wouldn't. It's, It's a very delicate organ. You just don't mess with it. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, okay, fine. That means they need to... Treat him, get it calmed down, you know, see if they can stop um, the inflammation. What
2: what doesn't uh, uh, (laughs) – So here's what happens. Upset pancreas can – like is it visibly angry? Like what? (laughs) Yeah, it has an angry
1: face. So, well, the problem is all your organs are connected. So as soon as one becomes inflamed or infected, it can cascade. Okay. Right? Uh, My dad's been lucky to not have it cascade. There was a time where we thought his liver might be having problems, but – you know then you go into like multi organ failure and it's scary right uh, right now it's localized to his pancreas, he has what's called it well, it was a pseudocyst, mm-hmm. which is just a a sack on it filled with fluid okay and there's a thing there's a thing that happens to it it gets walled off from the rest of the cyst or from the rest of the pancreas then it's uh then it's no longer a i don't know I'm not a fucking yeah author, okay? anyway, anyway so I just don't have a really good feeling, and I talked to my dad and you know. I was like, why have they – I'm not a doctor, but I work with them, Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is something that they would look at. The ERCP, like, is meant for the pancreas, okay? Right. It's endoscopic retrograde cholangiopancreatography. So it's meant for the pancreas. So in my mind, I'm thinking, shouldn't that be used here? Mm -hmm. They're doing CT scans and stuff, which is great for imaging. Um, It's still the best way to image a pancreas. Okay. Well, a few days before I was talking to one of the doctors I was recruiting about my dad's case. Really? Yeah, I was just, just generally. We yeah. were like, you know, we just we just t- we were talking about life and I was like, hey, it's you know funny talking to you about this. My dad's in the hospital with pancreatitis, and, and she was talking to me about it, and she gave me the name of a doctor at the University of Utah mm. who does ERCPs. Okay. Because not a lot of GIs do it. hmm And So that was before my dad went back. So when he got back in the hospital, I went and visited him. Things just didn't feel right. So I sent her a text. and I said, hey, I I forgot the name of the doctor. You know, will you send it to me, please? And by the way, here's what's going on, you know. And she called me immediately. Okay. And I told her, I said, hey, look, I don't know if I'm crossing any lines here, you know. But if you'd like to know more about my dad's case, I have his chart, his file on my phone. Okay. You know. And I'm like, he just got a CT. She's like, read it to me. And so I start reading her the results of the CT, which is just a description, a physical description of what the radiologist saw. Right? I get like halfway through one paragraph. She's like, stop right there. I've heard enough. He needs to go. He needs to have this drained. He needs to have an ERCP. And she didn't mean like emergently, but that's what needs to happen. Right. And I said – so I asked her. I said, is it weird at all that he hasn't spoken with a gastroenterologist? And she's like, yeah, that's really weird. Now the the – Attending physicians are usually internal medicine doctors, which are what gastroenterologists are, except gastroenterologists keep going, right? So he's had four or five doctors now at this point who were the attending physicians for his case. And we've recorded them, their report, so we could listen to it, share it with the family, see what the prognosis is, what the treatment's going to be. And so she's like, you need to, you need to call him. You, you need to get a gastro uh, consult right away. You know, I was like, "Well, how do I? You're a doctor. How do I ask a doctor for something? <laughs> you know what I mean?" <laughs> and she's like, "You just got to ask." And so this is my PSA part of it: just ask. If you aren't comfortable with something with your doctor, ask. Get a second opinion. So the do- I I tell the nurse, "I'm like, will you please page the doctor? Have him come in." He comes in. He's a nice guy. He's younger than us. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know we're we've aged out of the med school range. So. Still, (laughs) I asked him, I said, look, man, I I'm not a doctor and I mean, I mean, no offense. uh, But I I talk with a lot of gastroenterologists every day. I have people in the medical profession on Ashley's side of the family Mm -hmm. that are, you know, her her uncle is like an administrator at IHC. Oh, And I actually had text him in the middle of it, too. And I said, they're all kind of wondering and I am, too, why a GI has not been consulted here. And he's like, well, this is more of a surgical issue right now. He, his belief was that it was going to be surgery where you the pancreas is behind the stomach, so you have to go in through the back and clean the pancreas basically manually, open surgery. Uh-huh. And that's how, it, that's how it's done a lot. Right. Okay. And I said, so I've been talking with the GI. Like I said, I mean, no offense. She says this can be done with the ERCP. And he's like, I don't think so. And I was like, look, man. I'm I'm not trying to argue with you. Will you please just call a gastroenterologist? He was supposed to see <laughs> one in between these emergent visits anyway. Right. Will you please just call? He's like, Yeah, I'll call. I just don't see what they could possibly do. I'm like, I would just appreciate if you call. In the meantime so he leaves the room. I'm like, that didn't go well with my dad. And I'm like, I'm thinking about transferring you from this hospital to the University of Utah where I know there's a doctor who can do it. You know?
2: Yeah, and probably way better doctors. Right. In
1: general. And so And he kind of is like, well, let's just see. I'm like, dad, if I was in that bed, what would you do? He's like, "Ah, I'd probably transfer you, you know? (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well, let's give it a night. In the meantime, Ashley's mom is a nurse and saw the scans and sent them to GIs that she works with. And they were like, yeah, this can be either operated on or it can be drained in a couple different procedures, but needs to be done. And secondly, he really needs to be on a feeding tube because in the last four or five weeks, my dad's lost 50 pounds.
2: Okay, I'm a little jealous of that.
1: <laughs> but it's not good for you.
2: Yeah, well. You know?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, good. So the next morning is my birthday. It's July 4th. Right. My mom calls me, puts me on speakerphone when a new doctor is there in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Bry, tell the doctor what you, what you think, what you, you know what I mean? And so I said, hey, last night I asked the other doctor to make a GI consult call. Did that happen? And he's like, yeah, actually. He called like six or seven. And he got a hold of uh, a doctor at the University of Utah, Dr. Adler, who does ERCPs. He's like the best in the nation. Oh. I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting?
2: <laughs> I'm like, what did
1: he say? He's like, he can do this. He wants to take your dad on. I'm like, well, that's great news. Will you tell the other doctor to go <laughs> fuck himself? You know what I mean? That's great. <laughs> that's what I asked for. Right. And I said, secondly, I'm like, I'm asking you to put a feeding tube in my dad now, he's lost 50 pounds. And there's a, a surgeon at McKay that is willing to talk with you about it, who Ashley's mom had consulted with. Uh-huh. He's the one who's like, he needs to be on a feeding tube immediately. you know. So I said, he needs to be on a feeding tube. And he didn't even argue. He's like, yeah, that's probably true. I, I, th- I literally threw my hands in the air sitting on my stairs. I was like, th- that's probably true? Why wasn't this done? In the meantime, the doctor who I've been working with, that I talked with at work on the phone, Uh sent me an article from the National Institutes of Health about the most common treatment and uh, the most most recent update for treating acute necrotizing pancreatitis. Mm -hmm. And the first thing after just doing straight-up imaging is get the patient on a feeding tube. It's been four weeks, (laughs) okay? The second thing is do an ERCP. This is in the article. I read the whole article. You know, this is from National Institute of Health. This isn't WebMD. A doctor sent this to me as to use as an argument. Right? If the doctor that was seeing my dad argued with me about it, I was going to. I was able to pull out this article. So, I'm a little distracted the past couple days. Not only because my dad is sick, uh, but because of the the fuck up here you
2: know like what what's happening and is it do you think it is because they don't have insurance that they're just kind of we
1: thought about that and my mom thought about that and i said well that would be unethical first of all
2: well because that wouldn't surprise me though it
1: it wouldn't and so but because doctors don't care the hospital doesn't care you know what i mean they're gonna get their money one way or another like you know like the nurse that's coming in is getting an hourly paycheck right so Well, and it turns out my mom talked to someone else uh, who had something similar. It might have even been pancreatitis. Mm -hmm. And this guy was very wealthy, but he was insured. And it turns out that the course of treatment that his doctor recommended was based on what the insurance would pay for rather than what the doctor thought might be best. So it actually turns out that going in uninsured opens up the doors for doctors to do what they feel is more appropriate rather than saying, well, your insurance won't cover this. Okay, <laughs> So I don't know the answer.
2: Oh, my gosh. that I don't know the answer, I... but my point is Th- my dad— This is very discouraging. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. My point is my dad has had five different hospitalists. I believe they're all internal medicine residents. Well, they're done with residency because they're attending physicians, right? None of them consulted a gastroenterologist, and none of them consulted a surgeon. The only doctor who consulted a surgeon— Was the ER physician. Was not the attending physician or the hospitalist that admitted my dad. Five different doctors. And they're all great guys. I liked talking to all of them. Right? But I talked to one doctor who I happened to work with. How serendipitous is that? That I happen to be recruiting only gastroenterologists Right. right now. You know? I talked to one doctor. And she's like, he needs a GI consult immediately. Ashley's mom talks to one doctor. He needs to be on a feeding tube immediately. And both those things get done after I bring them up. And I was like, I am not the doctor here. So the amount of trust you place in a doctor's hands is what I'm telling you is it's okay to ask for things. It's okay for it to be uncomfortable. I don't know if I'll ever see that doctor again who called all the GIs. But you know what? He did go do it.
2: Is this IHC or Mountain Star? IHC. So
1: he did go like, call.
2: Do you like have uh, a lawsuit here? <laughs> I mean, like I just see. It depends on
1: what happens here,
2: it right? Seems, I have it all kind of. Uh...
1: I all have it cataloged and written down. Number one, my mom sends a text message that's like a novel long every morning to us, us kids and close friends, about um, what's happened with my dad during the evening, how things are going. You know, mm-hmm. he's home now with a feeding tube, still has some stomach pain, um, but the good news is. He has an appointment with Dr. Adler tomorrow. I'm going to go. He is the number one ERCP gastroenterologist specialist in the country. And typically, just so everyone knows, if you ever need a specialist, something. So here's, here's, what's, here's what a GI goes through, okay? They go to medical school. They go to residency in internal medicine, right? And then you can become a hospitalist. Mm-hmm. If you want to become a gastroenterologist, you have to go for another two to four years in fellowship. And then if you want to do one of these crazy procedures like an ERCP, it's another two to four years where you do Jeez. like 2,000 of them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a crazy amount of school. Right. You're talking like a whole other PhD on top of already being a doctor, you know, right. to do these procedures. So my point is, and this is what the doctor in California who I've been working with told me, she's like, if you need a special procedure, I don't care how big the hospital is that you're at. You're not going to find them unless it's a teaching hospital.
2: Mm, that makes sense.
1: So word to the wise. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm probably going to write a strongly worded letter.
2: Well, I just – this whole – the whole thing is discouraging. And what 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 you uh, what actually is even more discouraging to me is what you said about the wealthy man with the insurance. Right, yes. His insurance was dictating his <laughs> – right. He that's, could
1: have he could have canceled his insurance and just paid cash. That's
2: not, and maybe got better treatment. I I don't like that the insurance the insurance shouldn't be involved in that at all. No, not but even the, a little. But insurance
1: companies are. They think they have algorithms for treatment plans, mm. and they say no based on our data. This treatment plan is the best course.
2: Yeah, because everyone's the same. Exactly. I, to an insurance company, everyone is the same. I I can't I can't stand insurance companies. Yeah. I all of them. They're all. I just don't understand why anyone thinks that our medical system is
0: no. And
1: I, you know, it's we're probably going to be doing some fundraisers for my dad, so yeah. stand by for those. Uh, but he's probably going to have to have. I mean, we won't know till tomorrow. But just based on reading and stuff, uh, if he needs to have it debrided, if it, if there's infection in the pancreas, it mm-hmm. takes like three or four ERCP procedures over the course of a few weeks. Wow, you can't get it all at once. The pancreas is super sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, like, I was watching a procedure, and I couldn't believe how careful they were. You know, you watch some surgeries, and it's just crazy. Right. Watch, like, a knee replacement. There's hammers and saws, and they're just banging away in there. <laughs> this was like, I can't believe how delicate they are. So, prayers for my dad. Uh, but, you know what? Do your homework. Call anyone you know who might even know a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know? And I'm just lucky that I that I met this doctor. Dang. Uh, at work. So... I didn't mean to commandeer the beginning of the show, no, but it's been no. it been weighing on me my uh, whole morning. Uh... My whole morning at work was wasted because I was just researching this, and I could not. I was in a cycle right. of like I had to walk away. Right. I had to go take a walk. So I'm just worried about my dad, and I, you know, it just pisses you off when it's someone you love. Let alone you're talking about a guy you don't even know with the insurance.
2: Well, you know? yeah, that's that's really <laughs> that's that's really upsetting. Yeah. That uh, uh, it just goes to show why people with money it's almost so long. And, it,
1: and it's almost as if you uh, should, uh, like, if your doctor recommends a course of action, uh-huh. ask why. Right. Why? Is the insurance company telling you to do it that way? How would you do it? If this was your dad or son or daughter, or whatever, how would you proceed? Because right. I'll pay extra.
2: Yeah. You, you can I'll, bill me. I'll fight the insurance yeah, company. Yeah, you can man. bill me
1: later. I want your treatment plan and that of three or four other doctors' opinions.
2: You know, no, insurance is such a scam. Because it, even it's now, it's ridiculous.
1: even now, the surgeon at McKay, uh-huh. he's a specialist in pancreas. He's great. But he does surgery. He does open surgery. So right. he and Dr. Adler are kind of they're not I don't think they're like fighting or anything, but they're they're both consulting, saying, which way do you think would be better for Rick? Right. You know, so anyway, we'll know mm-hmm. more tomorrow.
2: Well, um, there's something a couple of things, actually. That's been uh, pissing me off, all right? I thought I was going to come in here hot. and uh... <laughs> I'm not
1: as hot as I am, just, like, discouraged. I was really hot a few days ago, yeah. you know, uh, but I'm more just discouraged now. And I mean, I'm encouraged that my dad has finally has the appointment. Right. But anyway, go ahead.
2: So there I was the other day. Were uh, you at Maverick? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I had attended Maverick before I... <laughs> but i was uh, driving south to uh, go hang out with a friend in uh, utah county uh and uh, i was running a little late and i was going 96 miles per hour okay. on the interstate
1: okay okay speed limit 75 here
2: no it's speed limit s- 70 70 here. <laughs> i don't know i don't even know uh, i was going 96 and i was in the hov lane which i have a pass for yeah you're paying the toll so that's fine yeah so I blow by a state trooper, and I, you know, of course, yell in expletives and slam on the brake. You should have just started running, man. No, <laughs> here's why I'm pissed off. Okay? okay, he did nothing. He did nothing. Okay. Now I know I should be grateful, <laughs> right? But I swear almost. the highway patrol here does not do. Anything. 96? I was 96 in an HOV lane. Okay. He didn't know I had a pass. What city? I mean, I know uh, it's state east, but. Uh, it was uh, by the first point, uh, Bountiful, I guess, oh, okay. around there. And um, I actually know it was Salt Lake. It was in Salt Lake. And I just, I, come on, <laughs> man. You're like running. Like, how fast do I have to go? Let's crowdsource. To get pulled over here. Get
1: some cash to pay a ticket it's <laughs> just to see what we can pull off. You know, I I got pulled over a couple of years ago doing 80 in the HLB I world. have
2: gotten pulled over going 74. 74.
1: Yeah. Ah, that's stupid. Yeah. I was probably actually doing 85, but when he came to my window he's like I clocked you at 80. That's kind of my threshold. Just don't do it again. Give me a warning. Yeah. But 96,
2: he's like ah, I'm not going to catch up. I, ju- <laughs> <laughs> I just I, and then the next day I was driving around, and you see I, you see people pulled over like in a row, right? Yeah, and right. that's what they do. Yeah. They go on a blitz like once a month, right. pull over everyone they need to, and then it's anarchy the rest of the year. It's, right. it's anarchy. No one, Everyone's flying in and out of the HOV lane right. without a pass. Going over the double white. Going over the double white, going whatever speed limit they want. It's complete Anarchy. And they don't do anything. I feel like we have the most worthless highway patrol. I'm going on record, all right? The most worthless union highway patrol in the United States. They don't do anything.
1: You know, while we're talking about police, maybe yeah. you could ask your police friend about this one. This was a city cop. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Okay. My, my cop, my friend who's a cop. So just so you know, they, all the cops in Utah... They can pull you over wherever. It right. doesn't matter what jurisdiction they're or, in right. or whatever. That's yeah, a myth. All right. Yeah. yeah that's a complete. Well, it, it is like that in some places, but here it's a different kind yeah. of deal. But anyway, um, but m- most city cops don't, they don't pull over people on the interstate. They just don't. No. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. No. They, they They don't like to. They don't want to. They, they, but. My friend did. He did, and yeah, and I was there the next day, and everyone was giving him crap for it. <laughs> it was hilarious. Hey, he anyway. saw something egregious. Yeah,
1: so I was on I was on Riverdale Road. Yeah, uh, so it's what three lanes each way. Yeah, with no emergency lane. There's very little emergency lanes. That's, yeah, that's true. And I turn onto Riverdale, and I see the lights. I'm like, ah, someone got pulled over, right? So I. You give him a – well, he has – he's in the middle of the lane, so you have to move over because there's no emergency lane. Right. You know? There's no car in front of him. But he just – He was just there. And now I understand that if you just pulled someone over, you got some paperwork, some computer work, whatever you do. But can't you just go pull into a driveway? Yeah,
2: that's normally what they do. I I don't know. Uh, It it just – there 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 hopefully there was another reason for there's, that
1: There's I look there's two lanes i know it's petty and stupid but it's not very safe and you could just there was literally a driveway right in front of him to pull into like that freaking complex you know uh, i was like what are you doing i almost stopped and knocked on like, his window. excuse like,
2: me officer can uh, i can i do this citizens arrest here yeah would you run into chick-fil-a real quick or something <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, then this accident pissed me off. But uh, I uh, yesterday Monday, Monday of this week, I was driving out of my neighborhood and I saw a crow that was injured. Ah, and I rescued him.
1: Oh, well, good for I you! I
2: picked him up and I took him to the animal rehab center. And they're looking for volunteers, so I might volunteer hey. and take care of all the birds there.
1: Look at that! Know. You do have an affinity for birds. You're the yeah. Ace Ventura of birds. Yeah. Yeah, crows are smart, man. Yeah, I know. You've Seen
2: them drop the nuts. Yeah, they do it all the time in the, my neighborhood. They're yeah. all over the place for some reason, but they're good luck. Yeah. Um. Now on to something that did piss me off. Um. <laughs> I yeah. uh, I try to, you know, I have conservative friends on Facebook. Yeah. And some of them post stuff, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. You're right. you're whatever. Believe whatever you want to believe. But this one, this meme really pissed me off. I right. and I, I, I know contemplated I contemplated get- saying something, but I knew it doesn't matter what you say <sighs> because their mind is made up. I but get arguments about memes all the time. Is the meme. It's a uh, it's a picture of Jesus and Barack Obama. And there is a caption over Barack Obama that says, Trump's reversing all of my policies. Which is true. He's admitted to it. Yeah. Okay. And then there is a caption over Jesus that says, Democrats are reversing all of mine. What? What? If you had to choose who was
1: more (laughs) Christ-like between Barack Obama and Donald,
2: whatever his middle name is, Trump. Right. Who would you choose? Seriously, <laughs> so here is well, yeah, You, you know how Jesus was into uh, you know cheating on wives and <laughs> and screwing people Damn. over. Jesus is a socialist. Nah, so it's a theocracy. So because of this, I I got on Google <laughs> and I was like, would Jesus vote Democrat or Republican? He he'd vote independent. <laughs> yeah, and, and every website, every legitimate website that you read would be. First of all, their argument would be like, Yeah, Jesus wouldn't care. Right. Jesus didn't care about politics. He no. was just like, uh, follow me. Uh, That's true. Remember, you know, just just there's the kind, even a story man. in the
1: Bible where someone says, Should I pay this money to you? Right. And he says, Whose face is on that
2: coin? Yeah. Oh, it's Caesar's
1: Yeah, he well, says Render under Caesar, what is yeah. Caesar's? Exactly. He didn't care.
2: Yeah. Jesus doesn't care. He doesn't care about your politics. He doesn't care about your squabbles. We should at all, all be
1: like Jesus and stop caring. Yeah. Actually, well, no. <laughs> that's kind of apathy's kind of whatever. Anyway, okay,
2: anyway, but then um through most of the websites that I I read through, uh, most people agreed that Jesus would be more of a liberal. He totally be a liberal. Now, there uh, I don't I didn't ask this person what the hell they're talking about. What policies? I want to know what policies that uh Barack Obama or the Democrats, because it does say the Democrats are reversing mine, I want to know what policies that they have put in place that Jesus would disagree with uh is it uh is it their uh you know health care for everyone is it their <laughs> open borders you know 'cause Jesus is like you know. Right. Uh, I think you should pay a, a high price for health care and probably not get the best service. And, hey, if you have uh, pancreatitis, uh, you know, screw well, hey, you. Whatever. You know? can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. Or would Jesus be like, hey, maybe we should take care of everyone.
1: Well, What was his second great commandment? Yeah. Look at the Ten Commandments. Not even the Ten. <laughs> what, Jesus, Jesus came and they said, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, to love thy God with all thy heart. And they said, okay, what's the second commandment? It's much like the first. It's just to love thy neighbor as you would love yourself. On right. On this hangs all the laws and the prophets. He gave no other commandment at that time. While he was alive on the earth, he gave no other commandment. Right. None. He said, love thy neighbor. That's it.
2: I just... Uh, but Mexico is clearly not our neighbor. So... I don't understand why the Republican Party... Has this affiliation with Christianity when their policies – someone explain to me. Someone please explain to me how the Republican Party's policies align with Christianity in any freaking way. (laughs) They don't. They do not. You tell me something Trump has done that Jesus would be like, yeah. Right. cool man because it's not <laughs> sure shit not keeping kids in cages right it's not uh reversing all of obama's health care policies it's not lowering the taxes on the rich it's not rolling back regulations. it kills the earth it's not yeah, yeah. please yeah. someone for the love of god explain to me what the hell this meme is talking about i i've never
1: understood how how the rights commandeered christianity uh you know i'm a christian and i'm a i'm a liberal you know i'm a registered democrat and it's awkward it is it's and awkward. it's so
2: and i don't understand doesn't why it not make any sense because and the, i the only ground they have i guess is abortion i i guess that's it is the woman's right to they, choose
1: they got abortion and and gay rights
2: jesus would be whatever with gay rights that's true. He would because, say, "I just love you. Do, do well, what you need to thing, do."
1: I've had this discussion a lot because if if Jesus is the God of the Old Testament, which most uh, scholars say, right, is that he, you know, uh, and because most Christians believe in a Trinity, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so yes, he, he is the same. Then you could make the argument that he's opposed to homosexuality based on things in like Leviticus hmm. Right. A book written by Moses. So now that being said, he wasn't opposed to homosexuals getting married. Mm-hmm. He was opposed to homosexuality. And so the real, quote unquote, righteous thing to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I put that in quotes because I don't believe it. The righteous thing to do would be to try and outlaw gay sex. Right. What does a piece of paper have to do with anything? Right? So I've had this argument before. Right. Abortion, uh, even that one, I'm not entirely sure where it came from. I don't know of anywhere in the scriptures where it talks about abortion. I know that at least the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is mostly opposed to abortion, you know? Well, most I- – <clears throat> with, re- with exception of – they actually have the most uh, probably normal stance of most religions, right. I would say, that, they, you know, in cases of rape or incest – church is okay with it
2: yeah but i look i get wh- i get that uh abortion is your leg to stand on I think okay you know what it but is but if you think for two seconds that republicans are against killing things then you are wrong <laughs> because it is cap the capital punishment war going to war yep. for no freaking reason it's a crusade yeah, yeah. okay it's a religion Th- at this point the
1: war in the middle east I don't know what's worse, a war about oil or a war on religion, cuz right now it's turned into a war on religion. Mm-hmm. You know, uh I you know, I saw meme, memes, man. Memes are destroying everyone's ability to critically
2: think. But you know, I, I, if anyone saw this meme and was like, "Yeah." I saw Then a, they're a dumbass.
1: I saw a hardcore <laughs> conservative share a meme that said uh It was a picture of someone, a soccer player, kicking a ball. The ball happened to be the star and crescent moon of of Islam. Mm -hmm. Let's kick Islam out of America. So I kindly quoted the First Amendment to him. Mm -hmm. Said this was written by James Madison, ratified by the states as the First Amendment, just FYI. You know, (laughs) I know you think you got your Second Amendment, but you can't forget the First, which is they're (laughs) free to worship. And there are 1.3 billion Muslims. Right. If they all wanted to kill us, we would already be dead. Right. Just saying. <laughs> um, I I hate memes so bad. I hate them. Mm-hmm. They are just – they they are what sway elections. Yeah. In fact, I was just reading an article before you came over yeah. about a Republican GOP gubernatorial candidate mm-hmm. I, somewhere in the south. I want to say Mississippi or Alabama. Running for governor, a female reporter asked to go on the road with him, so to speak, shadow his campaign. Okay. He said, Not without a male chaperone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not without a male chaperone. Why? Because he can't he can't trust himself. Yeah, he's like a Mike Pence situation. Well, like <laughs> the my point here though is this. He, his campaign manager said if she's on the road with him without a male chaperone, then the press could make insinuations and take pictures of them together and insinuate that there's an extramarital affair. Mm-hmm. And I th- say one word, Photoshop. That can be done anyway, bro. Yeah. that That's the point where memes are at, right? right? Someone could make a meme right now that is a picture of me with a man saying, this is Brian Sherman's boyfriend, <laughs> right? They're gay. And half the world would believe it. Oh, yeah. Because it's a meme. Right. Where, people don't fake that. No. Right? So my point to this Republican gubernatorial candidate is uh, stop, <laughs> stop blaming your sexism on the press. Right. Because if the press wanted to smear you in a negative way that was a lie, they could already do it. Right. They could easily post a picture of you with a woman even if it's fake. You could never even – it could be a fake woman. It could be a drawn woman.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> and say
1: this man's having an affair. I have proof. Right, wow. a meme I saw the other day said uh, it was a crime statistics one. Actually, the president shared a couple years ago that got debunked. Mm-hmm. It was about like how many whites kill blacks and all blah blah blah. blah you know, at the bottom the source said um, Crime Statistics Bureau, San Francisco. So they went to the lengths to put a source. Ooh, I Google that source doesn't exist. <laughs> There's not a real thing. There is no Crime Statistics Bureau of San Francisco. So they went to the links to make the picture look credible, mm-hmm. right? To make the meme look credible, they put in a fake source. They didn't. And if you're going to do that, make it completely legit. Just say FBI Crime Statistics. Right. Not Crime Statistics Bureau of San Francisco. Uh, super
2: random. It's unbelievable
1: <laughs> what people are going to. Stop with
2: the memes. Yeah. I just uh, – <sighs>
1: And by the way, I found a book on Amazon called Jesus Was a Liberal, Reclaiming Christianity for All.
2: I saw that too today. I just just don't – I don't understand how –
1: Oh, wait. I have a theory. Yeah. It's because – and I'm not saying it's their fault and I'm not saying they're wrong, but it's because atheists identify with the left.
2: Yeah, you're, you're right. That's got to be. It's it, because I think that plays a role. Atheists and agnostic and everyone, um,
1: Muslims that are in Congress are liberal, um, but there's Jews tend the, to be liberal, uh, except for Jared Kushner, which
2: uh, I don't know what he is. But there is a mass majo- mass majority of the population who is Christian and liberal, like a lot of Black people and a right. lot of Hispanic people. And I think
1: there's more Christians that are liberal than we think. Oh, yeah. You know, as soon as you start talking with people, you realize it. But the problem is the loud, obnoxious ones are red hatters
2: right Right now. I just uh... – I don't, I
1: don't understand. I said this in 2016. I do not understand how an evangelical can vote for someone who admitted to grabbing pussies. Yeah. He admitted to it. He wasn't – he wasn't saying I could or I wish I could or I can. He said you can. Th- right. That's a very important distinction.
2: Yeah, and you know Jesus was all about that. all yep. You know, all about Jesus it. was like, "Let's do this, Mary Magdalene. Come on. Yeah. You can grab him."
1: <laughs> Jeez, what a joke!
2: What the hell, man? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, I do, uh, update on the story
1: we shared last time: that Alabama woman who oh was yeah. shot. Uh, they dismissed the charges. Oh, good. FYI, and I thought of, um, I thought of a better man. I thought of a better analogy, and maybe it went away now because <laughs> my analogy was like the liver, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work at all. I had another one that was about like intentionally starting a fight.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs>
1: um, oh man, maybe it'll come back to me later. But anyway, that's the update on. Uh, Alabama, what was Marche Jones? I believe was her name. They e- dropped the manslaughter charges against yeah. her for intentionally starting a fight that led to her getting shot and killing her fetus.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> fetus killer is going to be at Warped yeah. Tour, I think.
1: Uh, by the way, the Art Take podcast is brought to you by the Minutia Podcast from Scott Moses. Go find it on SoundCloud and also by Teacher Vet, awesome podcast about veterinary medicine. It's on. Well, that one's everywhere you can find podcasts. Wait, Scotty's not?
2: Not yet. He's on SoundCloud. Oh, Scotty. Come on, bro. He's a SoundCloud hound. Uh, Maybe he's on Spotify. Whatever. Minutia. (laughs) Just look it up. When we come back, I've got a few random headlines, uh, alligators. uh, That's all I remember. And uh, we will reveal the answer to guess the movie oh, yeah. even though someone got it on Facebook already but we will reveal that answer and we'll probably talk about uh, everyone's pet peeve so stick in there uh, less anger when we come back
0: and now a message from the President of the United States My fellow Americans, I would like to address reports alleging that I was friends with billionaire convicted sexual predator Jeffrey Epstein and attended his infamous parties. Sure, I told New York Magazine in 2002 that Epstein is a terrific guy. But that was before I found out that I said later in the same sentence that he likes beautiful women on the younger side. I knew I had to cut off our relationship right then and several years after there. Now I've brought someone who can confirm that we are very innocent. Hi, everybody. It's me, America's Cold Sore. Every few years I pop up and remind you of your bad choices in the 90s. I have never been to Jeffrey Epstein's home on 71st Street between 5th and Madison near Jody's juice, try the strawberry, it's delicious. And why would I go to Epstein's home? I don't want to be reminded of the things I've seen there. Let's talk about the so-called Epstein jet on which Jeffy Boy and his friends who know him as Jeffy Boy Jeffy Boy! Allegedly committed vile acts. Sure, witnesses allege we were passengers, but so is Kevin Spacey. I don't think this boy scout would let anything untoward happen up there. The only reason I was on that jet 26, I mean four times, was it was a best deal on Kayak.com. And I promise I didn't smoke a cigarette in the bathroom. Which is the only law in the sky, according to our attorney, Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz! He litigates like his freedom depends on it. And it does. You know, Bill and I may disagree on health care and criminal justice. Barely. But we are unified against these all but undeniable accusations. In the end, aren't we all just Americans accused of the most ghastly crime imaginable and on an unrelated note i am naming a new deputy attorney general jeffrey epstein i'm also pardoning him and having his mouth filled with cement don't you crack jeffrey boy we're sending a rope of potato chips down that well i promise bill you're my best friend and you're mine we're gonna get through this together little brother i can't believe we almost let hillary us apart this has been a message from two presidents of the united states This is the Altate Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines.
2: Okay. Got uh, I think four random headlines, and two of them have follow-up questions I get to ask you. Extra (laughs) random
1: headline.
2: Um, the first one. Now, imagine, if you will, you're, uh, in a, a park, you know, with a big pond. We have some of those here. Sure. You know, there's ducks, and, and I don't know, this, this particular pond had a swimming area, but, uh, would you, uh, what kind of things would you expect to find in a pond here?
1: Like, if I, if I was diving or yeah. something? Yeah.
2: What kind of animals, actually? Oh,
1: animals. Uh, ducks? Yeah. Probably, like, a. A big goldfish, a koi. Right,
2: right, right. Uh, um, what would you do if you saw an alligator? <laughs> oh, dude. I,
1: I would probably shit my pants <laughs> hoping on purpose, hoping that the shit would keep him
2: away. <laughs> so, uh, Chicago is not known to have alligators. Did they have one rained down on them by a water spout? <laughs> no. Uh, But Chicago police have cracked the case, and they have found a four- to five-foot alligator uh, living in a lagoon at one of the city's most popular parks. Are people, like, cracked the case? Are people being eaten? No, I don't think so.
1: (laughs) We've had several people disappear in this
2: park. I I think that people were just like, uh, is that an alligator? Four- to five? That's not that big. So
1: it's probably not that old.
2: It's as tall as... Well, I mean,
1: have you seen old alligators? They're like...
2: I don't think alligators. Feet. Well, uh, crocodiles get really big. I don't know if alligators get that's true. The, uh, that I mean, they get big, but I, I always know, I mix them I, up. Anyway. Um. Anyway, um, they're trying to catch it, obviously, um, and they're going to relocate it to a zoo, um, <laughs> because alligators would freeze to death in Chicago. It's lucky it's summer. That's true. I How don't did know. it freaking
1: get? There? I someone had to have brought it in.
2: It's uh it's gotta be a pet that right. someone put in there and it's grown. Someone
1: from Florida moved to Chicago and it got out.
2: I think you can buy alligators, I don't know why. Aren't you they would like do an that. invasive
1: are they considered an invasive species?
2: I would imagine
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, here we go. American alligator nine point eight to fifteen feet.
2: Whoa, Dang. So yeah, that's a baby. They can get up to five hundred pounds. Dang. So you don't want to mess with them. You do not Want to mess with them? Now you'll recall a couple months ago we talked about a um, a pigeon going up for auction. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, that I and I homing? believe yeah, a homing pigeon. I believe the winner was from Japan or the auction happened in Japan. But yes. here is another crazy auction in Japan. Um, a bunch of twenty-four grapes, twenty-four grapes, just a stem of grapes, uh, went up for auction. Is that what a a grouping of grapes is called a bunch. Sure. All right. That's what this says. Uh, apparently, they're rare red grapes. Now, I don't know because the picture here looks like the grapes that I get at <laughs> Smith's for 79 cents a pound or whatever. Where was this? Uh, Japan. All right. Um, now, it went to auction. Uh, Any guess on how much 24 grapes oh, Man, I don't want to know. Went
1: for? Let's say... Let's say ten grand a piece. Okay, that's that's that's
2: a little much. It's <laughs> a little much. A grand a piece. Uh, Twenty twenty-four thousand. No, eleven thousand dollars. That's absurd. It's to, yeah. <laughs> Wait, are they are they for for eating? These I particular grapes? It doesn't, it doesn't say. It just says...
1: Because uh, eventually they're going They're going to raisin.
2: Well, 24 grapes isn't enough to make wine, so that's not no. what it is, right? Unless they're just going to make like a... A, 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 <laughs> a shot glass. A teaspoon. No, not even that. You, that's true. <laughs> have you seen the big buckets that they use yeah, to, huge. to get... Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, anyway. Um, so only about 26,000 Ruby Roman grapes are expected to be sold this year. And I guess they uh, keep the demand uh, high by not not growing that many
1: Ruby Roman grapes, a variety of table grape grown and marketed entirely in Ishikawa pre- Prefecture, Japan.
2: I mean, oh, they're big. Oh yeah, they are big. I just ping pong them. ball size, yeah, dude. I would that's, like a ping. That's pong. That's more of a plum than a grape, I would say.
1: But does a plum does a plum
2: you know pop like a grape? No, they don't. They're not. They're they're a little thicker. They, I'm not sure I've that. ever
1: had a plum. is what I'm saying.
2: Oh, <laughs> they they no. I mean, they, they kind of have a similar texture to grapes, but not really. Um, oh yeah, twenty
1: six dollars per grape. Dang. Is the
2: wait? So why did that one go for eleven thousand?
1: I don't know. It must have been a different genus.
2: <laughs> Was it like covered in gold or something? <laughs> oh, gold man. leaf. I don't understand. I hate It's
1: because <laughs> this is the, the trickery of marketing. If you say it's worth $11,000, some there's a sucker born every minute.
2: That's true. Right?
1: And some of them have money. <laughs> to add on to the adage, there's a sucker born every minute. Some of them have money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the alligator story reminded me. Have you seen the YouTube video of the guys who put like a, a little... Remote control boat on an alligator head, and drive it around the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> I would be, I would be so freaked out, but I'm pretty sure I would laugh my ass off. Right. If, if they did it to me, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, police in Georgia, all right, are warning witnesses uh, that they could potentially go to jail because a armored truck uh, traveling down the interstate. Uh, lost its load. Ugh. So it lost a bunch of cash, and uh, there's a... Dude, people are scrambling. Yeah, there's there's people uh, all over the place trying to get the money. Yeah. And uh, police are saying, hey, it's technically stolen money. Uh, you should bring that back.
1: Uh, it's technically lost money.
2: Yeah. Uh, so finders keepers, bro. Here's my question. Uh, would you return the money? There's a threshold. Okay. So we have to figure out the threshold at which you would do it.
1: Right. So let's just start working our way up. All right. You're you're on the side of the road with let's say a dozen other people. Uh huh. Scrambling. Right. And you're able to collect a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm
2: not keeping that back. No, I'd no, keep that. No freaking way.
1: Uh let's just keep working our way up here. All
2: right. A thousand dollars. I know. <laughs> $10,000. <laughs> Probably not, no. I mean, I, well, it depends. It depends if if my car is in this video and they see my license plate. <laughs> but even then, even then, they have no evidence, no proof no. that I have unless they look under my mattress yeah, the true, or, or whatever.
1: The true crime is that someone recorded
2: it. That's, That's true. The crime. That's true. Yeah. That the, the mob mentality should be yeah. like Shut that off <laughs> and <slam. laughs> Yeah. back up into him. Bam.
1: I think ten grand. I think I'd still keep ten grand. Yeah. Hundred grand.
2: I would keep uh, well at that point. Is there point, no
1: threshold for you?
2: No. At that point, I, you can dude, afford a lawyer. I, as <laughs> much as I hate corporations, I no, I don't care. The money's all insured. It's insured. The money is that all is insured. That is true. They're going to get it back anyway. Which I don't understand how that insurance works. I don't know. We're all paying for it, right? Yeah. Like we're pay-
1: Taxpayers are paying for that insurance.
2: Yeah. We're also paying for money to get printed, but hey. <laughs> and have you
1: ever been to the Bureau of Engraving and Printing?
2: Uh, a long time ago. I went to the one in D.C.
1: That's legit. Yeah. There's a woman there uh-huh. who... Have I told you this story? No. Every single bill
2: that uh-huh. comes
1: off the line, she sorts through with her thumb. She grabs a stack like that's four inches and just looks at it because she can see little imperfections, like oh. if a border is off, oh. her ink is missing. Every single bill. It's not like she just takes a batch. Mm-hmm. Her callus on her thumb <laughs> looked like a testicle. Like <laughs> I don't. Know. That's so gross. Imagine. That's your job. Eight hours a day. You grab a stack of twenties. That
2: did, looks good. Do they just throw out the bad money like in the dumpster yeah, behind? It, that's the thing. So in the <laughs> gift shop, it's really
1: cool. I bought some. Oh, you really? can buy little baggies of shredded money.
2: Oh, that's cool. Put them back together. You know, I don't know. I could yeah, try I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's um, cool,
1: man. I saw a pallet, a pallet that was four feet high, uh, hundreds, ugh. and they. I think they said it was ten million. Probably. I was like, man. I don't know. Ridiculous. That's unreal.
2: Um, anyway, I don't know. If, if I thought I could get away with it, I can't imagine there'd be much of a threshold no for threshold me. No threshold for you? Because uh, there's no way they can really... Even if you were there, you could just say, oh, man, you know, I... How about this? I, I, I put it down, and I didn't take any, you know... Right.
1: How about this? You get away with... Not get away. You take 100000 and then they call you. Yeah. And you're, how much would you give back? You're like, yeah, oh. I picked up a thousand,
2: uh, minus my student loan debt. <laughs> <laughs> I right, hold on, let me do some calculations. Oh yeah, I only got ten
1: thousand. A hundred thousand dollars in hundreds, yeah, is not that's a very small stack, right? Like it adds up so fast. Yeah, like it's not like it's coins, right? You know, right, right. Coins, I don't even know if I'd spend my time. Like,
2: no, that would take forever. <laughs> that'd be hardly worth it's the so effort. Heavy.
1: But yeah, cash. They, they call you like, hey, we got you on camera, taking some money. Oh, yeah, I found $1,000. bucks i will give it back. Yeah, what that's, really that's you, what I would do. So you're do. left with ninety. that's 000. what I
2: would do. Yeah. You know, because that's all they uh, – they can't possibly in- expect to indict any of these people. How did a, an armored truck, though – I don't know.
1: Did they leave the door open? I don't know. You know those things weigh Someone's like get
2: – f- getting fired. <laughs> they weigh like 40,000 pounds. Yeah, I know. I love how the, the guys are all – they've got guns and they, oh, yeah. there was a guy – They'll
1: shoot you through that little porthole.
2: Yeah, they're not even allowed to shoot you unless you shoot them. Yeah. Shoot like them. don't engage it's unless you just engaged. for defense. Like right. uh No, it's just paper, dude. They they're all like, you know, failed cops that just Yeah. Which actually makes them super dangerous, but anyway. <laughs> it's like a baby rattlesnake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um a mom in uh where is this at? Oh, Illinois. Uh, Illinois, both of them. Or Illinois. Illinois. Is the the (laughs) the preferred. Uh, She got pulled over and arrested um, for driving her car with an inflatable pool on top. Okay. Okay. Boy, arrested? Yeah. That's silly. Is it because there were two kids inside the pool? Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Is there
1: a picture? (laughs) There were children, so that is a crossover Audi. Yeah. A little inflatable pool. It's, what, two feet maybe? Yeah. There were children. It's not strapped down.
2: No, she's just, I, I don't understand. She's just cruising around with the freaking, uh, the pool on top. I guess maybe she thought it would be.
1: I, if I were the cop, I would take the pool. I mean,
2: does that woman look like a responsible parent? No. She's not what I expected, though, to be honest. No. <laughs>
1: If if I were the cop, I would put the pool on my cop car and put her in the pool, and then drive around.
2: She said uh, she told officers that she was driving back from her friend's house where she inflated the pool and was using the girls to hold it down on top. Oh of the pool. my
1: god, <laughs> that's even worse, man. I would I would not admit to that. No, that's worse. I, could, I'd,
2: admit, I'd say I was drunk. I was drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. <laughs> like
1: or like I thought it would be fun. Not I was using
2: them for practical oh, man. weight. As this a is a weight. dumb, dumb person. Oh. Dumb, 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 dumb. Oh, speaking. She, lucky that she got pulled over. Yeah,
1: like, and it wasn't. How could you? What speed do you have to get to before in, that thing kites off?
2: What reality does that make any <laughs> freaking sense? <laughs> like, <laughs> just deflate the pool. Oh, oh I know. Oh, people are so.
1: Stupid. I passed out inflating, and I can't do that again. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, speaking of stupid people getting arrested, I uh, based on your advice, I started watching Live PD. Oh yeah, at, at did you work. watch the? F- Wait, I, I couldn't find it. So that one, I watched the first episode of Live Rescue, and that no, no, no,
1: didn't, no. it's First Responders Live. Yeah, that's. Is that a different one? There's Live PD. Uh huh. PD Cam. Okay. First Responders Live. I and then what was the one you just said? Live Rescue. Live Rescue. It's first responders' life, and of course you can't forget the king, cops. Well, yeah, right. Although live PD, man, actually PD Cam, PD Cam. Here's what PD Cam does: they take all the live PD footage, uh huh, and find the best shit and put it together.
2: Oh, this is a completely different show altogether.
1: Yeah, you were looking for the ATV guy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see oh, it. Oh man! It's so nuts. now I got to
2: watch this on Fox. Yeah, and uh, I've been
1: watching a lot of PD Cam though. Sean Sticks Larson is the host.
2: <laughs> now, so <coughs> on on the live rescue one, I've never watched live rescue. It's well, it's it's the same thing as live PD, except it's with mm, the fire department and then first responders live put them all together. Oh, I g- okay, I guess. that makes sense. Um, but uh, now they get around the blurring faces because they do it live. Right, it actually is live. I've looked into this; it is live. Um, there, of course, there's like a delay. Right, but although um, I heard
1: that live PD, I don't know about the other one. Uh-huh. I've heard that live PD will sometimes do like three or four hours afterwards, and they'll say a short time ago.
2: Uh, they do. Yeah, But is there really any law? Like, I yeah, there is, but they're class. They're classifying it as news. As news, right? And that's how they get around the blurred faces. And I guess they have a team of lawyers in their production staff that are there while they're why they 're on the air, see making sure that everything they do is legal, so i I told
1: you about this American life, talking about it, yeah, yeah on cops there's there's people who have come out who are arrested on cops uh-huh. and said that the cop told them, if you don't sign this release i 'll take you to jail Ooh. so they 're like threatening so it gets a little hairy, yeah that's, <laughs> you know, uh, not to uh, mention that the, co- the the cops producers are throwing a piece of paper in your face at your worst moment. Yeah, you know.
2: So I I really don't have a, a, a problem. Well, I don't really have a problem with any of it, nah. really. But I don't really care I, when it comes to criminals, especially. I don't. It doesn't bother me no. now. With the rescue one, or the or the yeah the it to me that gets a little weird because these are people. These are victims. They are victims. Yeah. They're not blurred. They are. It's some of it's embarrassing. Like this fat lady fell and she's and she's stuck in between her car, essentially, and they're having to, like... And it's all on camera, and she's saying, this is so embarrassing, and I'm like... You can blur the face. They don't, though. They
1: don't. I did watch... So I was watching PD Cam yesterday, and they did blur once. It's the first time I've seen one blurred on PD Cam. Uh It was a cop who was off-duty on a wave runner, and I don't know, he's wearing a GoPro or something, Mm -hmm. and he watched a guy take a jump off a wave. I've never seen someone... (laughs) Take a wave like this guy did. Uh-huh. His wave run it was like 20 feet in the air. Like, I scared the shit out of me. Yeah. You know, I've taken some jumps on wave runners <laughs> where I've bailed. Anyway, he smacked his face, oh. cut open his chin, and he was out. He was face down in the water right. when the cops swam to him. They blurred his face. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he requested it after the fact because it wasn't really considered uh, live well, PD, you know?
2: on live PD, I've seen him blur because I don't watch it live, I yeah. don't. I mean, I guess I could. It's like, you know, I but guess I, they uh, they because they cut it down. Yeah, Cause it's like a three hour show, and they cut it down to like forty minutes or something. So I think
1: PD cam isn't necessarily stuff that was captured live. It was mm-hmm. it's it's stuff that's only captured by dash cam, body cam, uh, okay. whatever that makes security sense. cam. That makes okay,
2: um, make a little bit more sense. Now. But yeah, I I can't imagine. It feels like at some point this live rescue thing is gonna get shut down because Just blur the face. That's decent. Just do the decent thing. Well, it, they can't I don't think they can if it's live. And oh, so it's, I see it's your literally point. live and that's how they get around the face blurring, but at the same time Couldn't they have a
1: guy like with a someone's computer gonna and, get pissed off at him. You know, in the production studio that like follows her face with a pen.
2: I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know. Um I don't I don't like the like if you can
1: draw a line on a live football game.
2: <laughs> no, you, you – I'm sure that there is a way to track, like but I don't know how well it would work. Right. Um, at least they could try, though. Yeah. I don't know. There is just – some situations are fine, but I just think that there's certain ones where I'm just like, this is – oh, here's the ATV.
1: <laughs> blurring Blurring takes away from the intensity, man. Yeah, I know, but I don't,
2: yeah. I, I don't know. It seems like at some point someone's going to be like, mm, this yeah. is not okay. But anyway, um, speaking of things not being okay – I ran into a list. Oh wait, first of all, first of all. Oh, I closed the website. You going to pet
1: peeves? I am, Can but I ask you a question real quick. Yeah, about attempted murder versus murder. That's lively, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I was watching, but I typed it into our notes here.
2: Oh, yeah, sorry.
1: When no, it's cool. if if, if I if I shoot some if I try and kill someone with the intent to kill them.
2: I'm a little worried that you're <laughs> <laughs> Let me get your legal looking advice. For advice yeah. here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, if if I try to kill someone, I'm on my roof and I'm shooting people. Okay. And I shoot someone. Yeah. I am trying to kill them. Yeah. They don't die. I get charged with attempted murder. Right. Which carries a lesser sentence than murder. Oh. Does that make sense? It's never made sense to me. Um, like, you're lucky they didn't die because you'd get the chair. But you're, in your mind, you're still a murderer. Like, you're still... Yeah, that is kind of dumb, actually. Unless you, like, pull the trigger, like, immediately regret this decision. But you still made... The, I don't I've just never understood why it's a lesser charge. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, no, you tried to kill people. Yeah. Someone, a person, anybody. Yeah. That should be the same charge.
2: I I guess maybe... I should have saved that for closing uh, arguments. Yeah, you should... Well, well... I think, I think, um, I think the difference would be like, um, like you're in a, a fight, kind of like the one with the, yeah, you know, a scuffle, and then in the heat you okay and you, get, you pull a trigger. I think that well, pre I,
1: premeditated I, attempted murder should be the same as murder. Well,
2: but I think in the scenario that you're saying, with the shooting off of a roof. Yeah. I don't think that would come with a lesser charge because that's premeditated.
1: Well, that's the question. Does premeditated attempted murder carry the same weight as. I think mur-
2: premeditated murder is more in. Oh, no, it's definitely uh, in, worse. In a line with, but attempted. Well, like I said, I think attempted murder would be more of I tried to kill someone, but it was not premeditate I just it was in the well, no, heat of the moment
1: but if I'm on my roof shooting someone and they don't die
2: then I don't think it would carry the same weight as but I think it would carry a but, similar weight to but the
1: charge is still called attempted murder
2: right but don't you think that it would probably carry a it, heavy that's my a point. heavier that's my sentence point
1: is it should and I'm not sure it does I want clarification yeah what I'm saying. do we have any judge friends no I got a lawyer friend though in fact, we need, we're going to have Jake on, because he sent me a case that will blow your socks off. Ooh, that sounds fun. That's not good. It's well, not It's I, not a fun time. Okay. <laughs> that's what we talk about here.
2: <laughs> well, this is a fun time, and one of your good friends, Kirk. Kurt? Kurt. Kurt. Kurt.
1: <laughs> Who's Kurt? I saw Kurt on my birthday, first time in a couple of years. Really? Yeah. Oh. He hasn't aged.
2: No, he's very handsome. So is his brother. Bastards. Anyway, um... <laughs> Good
1: old Anthony, man. I miss Anthony.
2: I know. Yeah, I've seen him in years and years. He's a chef. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Anyway, uh, Kurt yeah. guessed the answer to. Oh, that's right. Uh, the movie question. Irresponsible. Well, what is this? The bad plot explanation. Bad plot explanation. Uh, we, we
1: put it out. Yeah, and we we give the bad plot explanation, and you can guess on our Facebook page at the Artic Pod.
2: Right. Uh, The question was, or the bad plot explanation was, irresponsible 11-year-old murders, teacher steals valuable historic artifact. And the answer was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Who did he murder?
1: (sighs) I guess not murder. I actually
2: don't have any idea. That's the first one, right? Yeah. I haven't. uh, I'm not a buff. I'm not. I haven't seen it. So, I mean, I have seen it, but it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm not actually 100% sure. Nevertheless,
1: congratulations, Kurt. You get, uh, you know what, just call me and ask for anything, and
2: uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it to you. I I just found another one here. I'll I'll put this one out there. Maybe someone will guess it for next time. Uh, The bad plot explanation is just simply a series of naps. A series
1: of naps. That's the bad plot explanation post your answer at the arctic pod on facebook a series of naps i'll make a i'll make a a meme thing <laughs> fucking memes you i'll mean. make a i'll put a <laughs> i'll make a post that has the terms and conditions just kidding what's the <laughs> what, <laughs> what's the what is it again a series of naps a
2: series of naps if
1: you can guess that movie you win something
2: yeah Oh, speaking of winning things i found a way to source t-shirts so we might be able to do Done. that Yeah. Um all right. Before we go, I found a Huffening Huffington Huffington Post, <laughs> a Huff Huff Post, Huffington Post article called 7 uh, 76 incredibly accurate pet, pet peeves that will drive you nuts. I would love to see this across uh like international. Oh yeah, you're right.
1: Boundaries, you know.
2: There are different uh different cultures don't mind different yeah, things,
1: different peeves of pet.
2: <laughs> Actually, well, I don't know. Some of these are pretty. Anyway, um... <laughs> the first three are someone that I am really good friends with has all three of these. So we're just gonna...
1: Let's do three. All right, we'll do three per episode.
2: Oh, there's there's so many good ones though. I
1: know, but I mean, we got to you know savor
2: right. it. All right. <laughs> uh, number one, I can agree with this wholeheartedly. Uh, loud chewing. Or people chewing with their mouths open.
1: Don't you have a coworker who does that? We talked about this. Was he eating a salad?
2: Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, loud yeah. chewing. Who was that?
1: Um, You know, so I have, I'm not sure I mind loud chewing. I mean, chewing with your mouth open is what makes it loud, right? Right. Here's what gets me. This one gets me. When someone has ice, it's not the chewing of the ice that bothers me. Uh-huh. It's the tipping of the cup, the tapping of the cup, and the sound of the ice falling onto their face. <laughs> and then the tipping back of the cup and the ice falling back to the bottom of the cup. That one, that series of noises, I'm like, dude, just get a fork
2: yeah, or
1: a spoon.
2: That's, that's it defeats the point.
1: I, the... The up.
2: Uh, I don't eat the ice.
1: You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Up the tap. Oh, the fall. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. I get it. You can eat ice all day around me, but if you have to <laughs> tap your cup, tappa, go tappa, get more tappa. ice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, number two, when people are late or make me run late because I'm waiting for them.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's just like
2: impatience, but you know. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, no, I, mean, I am a super. I try are to be punctual. Chronically late. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good at getting places right on time for the most part. Mm-hmm. If I'm late, I I know I'm late. Like I'm, it's because I'm not worried about getting there on time. Right. Like when I come here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people. The third one is basically the same thing. People who are chronically late. So I don't know what oh, okay. what the difference is. There. Someone who,
1: well, the first one was maybe someone who makes you late.
2: Oh yeah, okay. And
1: then the other one was people who are chronically late. Yeah. I, I do I would say that chronically late would probably bug me more. Like, mm-hmm. dude, just get your act together, man.
2: Right. Like yeah.
1: do something. Make right. set your clocks forward.
2: Like the <laughs> friend that tells you that they are almost there when they haven't even left yet.
1: Yeah. I can see you on <laughs> fine
2: Friends. I know. Oh. Uh let's do one more here. People who scuff their feet as they walk down the street. Eh. That doesn't really bother me. No.
1: Not really a strut would bother me more. Yeah. But I don't really, yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want. Do your shoes, your funeral. Hearing people bite their nail. Line cutters?
2: I don't know. Maybe these are, Maybe these suck. Uh, I don't know.
1: We'll get to them. But I have a good closing argument for today. And, oh. it's, and it's kind of a pet peeve. Ooh. Are you done? Yeah. All right. It's time then for closing arguments. Oh, hold on. And <laughs> <sighs> for the most part, when I go out to a restaurant, the servers are pretty on top of getting me my drink refilled.
2: Yeah, my, my I don't normally have issues no, unless it's great. like IHOP or something.
1: My pet peeve is why not just make the cups bigger? <sighs>
2: that is a
1: good question. Like, you know soda's dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. They They're, make a ton of money on soda. They make a soda. ton of money on soda. So – it's not like it's going to cut into their margins just to make my cup a little bit bigger, yeah, and there are some restaurants around town that have big cups. the right. server doesn't ever have to refill it's awesome because I drink a lot when I eat,
2: yeah, I do too i uh, i uh I usually get two refills oh, I get at least I get way more than that <laughs> like it's it can get up a... you get one to go you
1: ever no, got, have you no. ever gotten a drink to go
2: um only when they've like I think I went to Olive Garden and they, and they offer it. it yeah
1: i an old coworker. Every time we went out to lunch, it's like, "Hey, can I get a drink to go?" It's like, "Wait, you, you didn't pay for that. You, you paid for a drink here. Now you got to get a cup right. and a lid."
2: No, yeah, that is that. That is. But
1: just so everybody knows, you can almost any almost anywhere you go, you can ask for a drink to go, and you yeah. get a. And, well, it's not a free drink, but it's kind of is. Yeah, kind of. It feels like it to me because I've never done it. Yeah. So I'm a virgin to the but, Well,
2: by the time that I'm done at a restaurant, the last thing I want to do is drink anything else. Right. Cause I, That's true. That's I, true. I get, like if I go to Chili's, I'll get like six refills. Like it's bad. Although Danny and I
1: have a slogan, which is there's always room for soda.
2: Well, yeah. It
1: just fills in all the gaps around your pancreas. <laughs> so my argument is it would cut down on the server's time. Uh, you wouldn't have to wash as many dishes, and then I would be happier, which is the most important thing.
2: I think that they must do it because, I mean, I do I a lot think of like, like my ex wife. She never even finished one of the the regular size cups. Maybe they should ask. And so, if you fill it to the top of a forty four ounce cup, and then that's just lost. What are the okay lost revenue? Hey,
1: I'll be your server tonight. What are you having to drink?
2: Uh, you know what they could do is bring a pitcher. You know, uh, I've actually yeah, yes, I've actually yes. had that happen to no, me you, quite you, a few you times. Say a coke. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> a, Can a I carafe. just bring you a pitcher? Like, <laughs> yeah, you you better.
1: You know, I'll have a coke. Do, oh, do you want like a, a a medium one or a big one?
2: Like, come yeah. on, no, that would be good. Yeah, big one. That would be good. Biggie size. Yeah, yeah. I miss, no, I, think I miss Biggie. I, Smalls. No, no, that was that, that was
1: McDonald's, right? No, that was Wendy's.
2: McDonald's Wait, was super-sized. Super size. And
1: yeah, then- uh, Everyone had to get rid of it. Freaking, what's that comedian's name that does all those 30 days?
2: Yeah, I can't remember.
1: Oh, man, I like that guy. What's his name?
2: The, I don't know. 30 days. The, the, the guy that did Super size Me?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and, he does, and then remember he had a show yeah. all about it uh, where he would- Morgan Spurlock. Oh. He did a whole sh- a series where he did something for 30 days.
2: Here's Here's a quick tip for you, all right? Ask for two. Can you you me, can, me yeah, two cokes. but here's a quick tip. If you're eating somewhere, I'm trying to think of an example, where you, uh, it's a sit-down, pl- like let's say Costa Vida or, or uh, Cafe Rio, where you pour your own drink, mm-hmm. and you sit down and you eat at the restaurant still. Right. Don't get the large no, no, no. You, yeah. get the small, you get the small, and then you refill it yeah. because it's way cheaper. Yeah,
1: Quick tip there. It's absurd that they even have the option there because they know. They know. I know.
2: Every time I access – because I've done I do it all the time where it's yeah. just out of habit. I'm like, yeah, give me a large drink, and then I'm like, oh, that was so
1: stupid. Yeah. So you funny. know where they get you, though? Huh? I went to Arby's, and they're like small, medium, or large on the combo. Right. Well, what if I want a large curly fry, but I don't really need I don't need the big – I don't want to pay for the big cup?
2: Some places, uh, Chick-fil-A, they, they Chick-fil-A asks – uh, yeah you want they, the large
1: fry but a small drink
2: yeah you can do that at most places you, but it just depends how you order it like whenever i go to chick-fil-a i just say can i get a large number one that way they know both are large mm. but if i say can i get a number one uh with large fries then they'll be like do you want the drink large too and is there a price difference i don't know i don't pay that's the what i want <laughs> i want a price difference. <laughs> probably i not. want a price difference Anyway, there's Probably your closing not. argument. I have yet did to we, see. Uh, did we come to a conclusion? <laughs> yeah, I just make the cups bigger. Make The cups bigger,
1: um, or ask. And I have yet to see um, a lampshade with the top in the mail, so I guess
2: no one cares. Well, I did show you where they were available. I online. don't want to buy one. Oh. We
1: have fans.
2: Like oh yeah, they <laughs> send us stuff all the time.
1: PO Box One. <laughs> <laughs> Up your ass and to the left. Anyway, that's a weird address. <laughs> it's the Take Podcast, episode fifty nine. Find us at the Artic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure to answer the question about the bad plot. I don't. Remember I can't the remember question. what it is either. Uh, a, series a series of, of naps. naps. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time.